Today's daf is daf mem. We are holding about uh, four lines down from the top of mem on Allah. We're actually right in the middle of a brisa. The brisa quotes a pasuk. This is a pasuk in Tehillim. Kibayre Kayach, the mighty warriors, Ose Devara Lishma Bakol Devarai. They follow Hashem's instructions, they take heed to the matters that concern him. They listen to his voice. So we know that strength is not in terms of how much you can bench press, it's the ability to curb a person's Yetzahara is his strength. And what it brings to go in Rabbi Tzadok the Chavero. Tzadok, we can see some stories of Tzadok and some of his colleagues. He was solicited by a certain noble woman. Rashi says that this was a woman of a very, a very powerful woman that at a whim, he, she could have him uh, killed. So Amar Allah, he said that uh, my heart is weak, I'm feeble, I'm not able to, uh, to, 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 uh, to do what you want. So Ika midi he said, is there anything to eat? I guess trying to push her off. So Amale Ika, but it's Dover Tame. She says there is, but it's a piece of pork. I know you guys aren't allowed to eat pork. So Amala, he says, listen, at this point, you know, if, uh, what's, what's in for a pound, in for, uh, what's the expression there? If, if you're, you're, you're asking me to do something, so if, uh, the thing you're asking me to do, I might as well eat pork as well. So, uh, what's the difference? The Avid Ha, someone who's going to do this, have relations with a woman he's not allowed to have relations with. So then, uh, so, so therefore, so the Avid Ha, so the one who does this kind of behavior can eat this kind of food. So, Shagras Tanura, she stoked up the oven and Kaman and she placed the piece of pork in the oven. Solik v'yasev gavah. He jumped into the oven with the piece of pork. So Amalei, my high. He said, "What are you doing?" So Amalod, the avid ha nafal He said, "Somebody who is going to engage in the behavior you're asking me to engage in, this is going to be his outcome anyway. It's going to end up getting burnt up in Gehenna. So therefore, you know, let's just let's just let's just cut to the chase. You know, that. so Amalei, she said to him, "Yadoi kula high." I realized that this was such a serious thing to you, I would not have tormented you, I would not have bothered you with the solicitation. To be able to eke out a living would have to sell baskets. And baskets primarily were purchased by women, which means that he had a lot of interaction with women. So Tav Matranisa, I don't know if it's the same noble woman, had a thing for rabbis, I'm not sure, but she also solicited, the, uh, certainly the same one or a different one, solicited him. So Amar Lo, so he tried to push her off. He said, Ezel Ikshit Navshoi. He said, I have to go and prepare myself, uh, get myself cleaned up. Solik Vikanafil Igra. He went, climbed up, and he jumped off a roof. All right. Now it's not clear. Was he trying to commit suicide? It's not clear what he was trying to do. Is this uh, something you're supposed to give up your life for? A lot of discussion in the commentaries. But what happened was, so Solomon tried to jump from the roof to the ground. Asa Eliyahu Eliyahu swooped in and kable and caught him. And Amarle Atchasan Arba Parsi. Eliyahu said to him, "You have troubled me four hundred Parsi. I was four hundred Parsi away, far away." And you made me have to fly in to catch you. So Amalei, me garimli. 
He so uh, so uh, Rav, Rav Kahana said to him, you know, what caused me to have this happen? It's an ilav. Is it not anayuso? Is it not the poverty, the impoverished state that I'm in? So Yav Shifa the Dinri, so he gave him a chest full of gold coins. It's very interesting because we learned in Tainus that similar story that the wife of, uh, I don't remember who it was, it was Hanina Mendoza, I don't remember exactly. The wife was saying, we have nothing, you know, we can't keep living like this. And they gave him a, 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 a leg of a gold, of a table. And then he said, take me away from the Olam Haba. And he asked him to take it back. I think the difference over there, they, they're just looking for a change in, in quality of life. He's looking to protect himself to be in an environment that he's not going to do Averis. So to protect yourself from not doing Averis, you're not going to get Olam Haba if you're going to be doing the Averis. So might as well take a little bit of that just to protect yourself from doing the Averis in this world. So Rami Le Rava Le Rav Nachman. Rava asked Rav Nachman the following contradiction. Tanan, on the one hand, we learned the Mishnah There's certain mitzvahs that have both the principle and the byproduct of the mitzvah. And uh, so, Aperosen is the byproduct, the fruit of the mitzvah is the Olam Hazen. Karen Kayam is the principle, is the Olam Hazen. What are they? Kibbutz Avaim, Milus Hasodim, acts of kindness. Havas Shalom Ben Adam Chaber, somebody who seeks to make peace between people that are fighting. He wants peace and harmony in society. Um, so, so it's therefore Havas Shalom Ben Adam Chaber. Talmud Torah can get kulam, and Talmud Torah trumps all of them. Right now. The kibud adva aim ksev l'man yarichun yamecho l'man yitav lach. There's a double reward. So the way we're understanding this, l'man yarichun yamecho, right, is going on the world to come, and and yitav lach, and 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 you'll have the benefit is in this world. Kamilos chasadim. We also find a similar concept. It says right of tzedakah v'chesed. Person who lives a life pursuing acts of charity and kindness yimzo chayim tzedakah v'kavod. He will find Chaim, Rashi says Chaim is eternal life, plus he will be dealt with in a charitable way and with honor in this world. So again, we have a double reward, one for this world, one for the world to come. So we understand that falls into the category of, of, the, of what's listed in the Mishnah. Somebody who, who, who seeks to reconcile people that are fighting, says, the passage says, you should seek out harmony and pursue it. Right, and it says the word Ratfeu. And Amr Rabavo, Asi Radif Radifa, we juxta we we uh, trans what's it called? Trans trans um what's the, what's the word when you trans when you take a word in one place and make another trans, is it Yeah, yeah, but it is uh, the English word is uh trans index trans index. Cross cross index. You cross index the word radifa, radifa, pursue, pursue. Here it says Bakashalam Ratfeu. Whereas uh, in, 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 we just got through by the uh, by, by the person who does uh, chesed and, 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 and acts of kindness. Mm-hmm. Just as over chesed, just over there, it's in this world and the world to come. You're rewarded. So to the person who seeks out to create harmony amongst friends. Again, double double reward. This world and the world to come. Says, but the problem is we have other mitzvahs that are not included. What about Shiloh HaKan? Shiloh HaKan also ksev, sending away the mother of ksev, l'man yitav loch, v'harachta yamim. So therefore, also if it's a double reward, it makes it a candidate for what's in this Mishnah. So why is Shiloh uh, HaKan not in, this, in the Mishnah? So Moses said, Litni Nami. So Moses said, Litni Nami Ha, so I include that. So he answered in front of a shah. It's not an exhaustive list. 
Now, usually the answer, if it's not an exhaustive list, you left one out, usually the Gemara will ask, where's the second one? But the Gemara has a different question, yeah. So it says, Tani, Tana, Eludvarim. The Tana starts the mission of these are the things. So the one understands, if you tell me these are the things, Eludvarim, that seems to imply that what? That it is an exhaustive list. Fat Amar, Tana, Vashai, you're saying things are left out. So Amar, Rav, Rav, Idi, Asbir. So Rav said, Rav, Idi explained this to me. Amar, Amar, it says like this. Posuk says like this. The Posuk, this is a Posuk in Yeshaya. It says, Imrut Sadik, proclaim concerning the righteous person, Kitovu, that he is good. The fruit of their actions they will be able to eat. Now, what does it mean? Proclaim concerning a Tzadik that he is good. Is there such a thing as a Tzadik that is not good? Allah, it means like this, there is such a thing. What is Bashad? A person who acts in a way that he is good with the heavens and is good with society. That's considered Tzadik Tov. A person that he, with Hashem, he's good, but with Rala Brios, but he does not interact favorably with society. That's Tzadik Tov. That's considered to be a Tzadik that is not a Tzadik that is good. Philosophically, that needs explanation. Repeat that again. Brother. If a person is deals with Hashem in a means he, he with Hashem he has a great relationship, but he doesn't have a good relationship with people. So it's a tzaddik. That's not such a good tzaddik. All right. Now, the Yodzvadav, and similarly we find by Russia too. We have the same concept, right? Right. It says like this. It says like this. Woe to the evil Russia. The, the, uh, the reward of his hands will be done to him. And the evil that he perpetrates will come back upon him. But what are you calling him a Russia Ra? Doesn't a Russia by definition mean that he is Ra? So you say Russia Ra. He's a Russia Ra. What do you mean? The Chi Yesh Russia Ra, the Yesh Russia Sha'ina Ra. But there's some that is wicked and some is not so wicked. But says, yes. Is a person that is an equal opportunity lender, that he deals with Shemayim and he deals with society in an evil manner. That's considered to be the consummate Russia, the evil, an evil Russia. Someone who just violates edicts with Hashem, but, he, but, but in the way he deals with people, he deals nicely with people, but that's considered Russia. Not such a bad Russia. He's, like a, he's not, not a completely evil Russia. So you see, but what's the point here? So Rashi explains like this. Rashi says, the mitzvahs that are mentioned over there that you get Karen Kayemis Laolam Haba and the Perusa for this world are all mitzvahs that benefit society. Chesed, what was it? What's it? Kibbut Ava Ein, Shalom. He says like this, Shluch HaKan, is you listening to Hashem, but how have you benefited society in any way? Therefore, it's not listed together with the other ones. Fascinating is Torah. Right? How is Torah a benefit to society? So on a practical level, if people study Torah, then you can ask them Shailas, they can teach your children, they can teach you. So there is a benefit for people studying on a practical level. On a metaphysical level, then you could learn also that their study protects everyone. You could explain that as well. All right. Let's go weiter. Mitzvahs have a principle and they also have a byproduct. Like we said, that they proclaim the tzaddik that he is good and they will eat the payros of their actions, which means they are byproducts of their actions. By Avera, we have a posse, seems to say that the Avera is the Avera itself. 
But ain't peros, but there doesn't seem to be byproducts of the action. The passage we just quoted before, woe to the uh, evil Russia, that they will be punished for their actions. Right? Doesn't say anything about the byproducts of their actions. All right? So when I says, but if that's true, we have another passage that says, is that they will consume the, uh, the, the fruit of their ways, and they will be satiated from their counsel. All right? So the point is that it seems to be over there is there is payros of their ways. Says that they're going to be punished for the payros of their ways, not just for their ways, right? So how do we understand that? So remember like this, is there's different types of Averas. Like for example, if Avera, a person does an Avera in public, so then not only does the Avera impact negatively on the fact that he did it, he now has brought down a threshold of people also being influenced. So there is an Avera that has payros. So there, you're going to get punished for the Avera and for the payros. If you do an Avera in private that nobody knows about, then there's only the Avera. There's no payros to the Avera. So some Averas have payros. Some Averas don't have payros, depending on the situation. So that's mean that that's 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 what I'm saying. So Averas also payros. Avera that has payros. So yes, uh, payros. So therefore, you're going to be punished for the payros as well. But Cheinos have but those Averas that don't have Paris, ain't have Paris, and you will not be punished for those Averas. Now, continues in the word. Machshavet Teva, the person has a, a thought to do a good act, all right? And for some reason, he's not able to do it. Or it could even be when he does do it, we see is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, HaKadosh Baruch both scenarios. Number one, you get rewarded for the positive thought. Number two, even when you do the action, you get rewarded not just for the act of doing the act, but you also get rewarded for the Amachshav itself. I think it means both. Shonema az nidburu yirei Hashem. Then they will be uh, proclaimed, those who fear Hashem, ish el re'ehum. Each person, they will speak to about each other. Hashem, Hashem will take notice. Vayishman, he will listen. Vayikosev, say, let's see if I'm pronouncing this correct. Correctly, Posuk in Tehillim. Lachayshve, let's say like this. Vayikosev, save the Quran, and it'll be written in a book of Chronicles. Lefana before Hashem, Layira Hashem, for those who feared him, and those who considered his name. Now, what does that mean, those who consider his name? My those who consider his name. Means even the person only thought about doing something for the sake of Hashem to do a mitzvah. Bananas, but then something happened beyond his control that he wasn't able to do it. Velosa, and he didn't do it. You still get written in the book of Chronicles. Because if you did it, because you thought of doing it. But when it's a machshava ra, ena kodesh boruchu mitzar falamaisa. An evil act that you think of perpetrating, a kodesh boruchu does not consider it as if you did it. Shanemar avain imra isi belibi loy, that if a wrongdoing, if it was, uh, I saw it in my heart, lo yishma Hashem, Hashem will not pay attention to it. If it's only in my heart, it was not done in action. All right, the, now, the, the morale explains this, is that a Jew, by definition, wants to do good. So therefore, if he thought of doing it, he didn't end up doing it, it's, something stopped him from being able to do it, but without that thing stopping, he would have done it. But if he does things of doing something bad, 
and the fact that he wasn't able to do it, that's not because he would have done it if that wouldn't have stopped him, because we don't want to find a Jew by wanting to do something bad, so he's not held accountable for that thought. But the problem is we have situations where we see we are held accountable for our thoughts. I'm going to punish them for the fruit of their thoughts, right? So it's mashma that there is a punishment for their thoughts. So like we said before, that if it's a thought, like v'chil Hashem, that you did something and the act itself now caused the byproduct, Hashem's not only going to punish you for the act and the byproduct, but such a serious thing like, let's say, Chil Hashem, something that affects, has a ripple effect on other people too, Hashem will punish you in that case for thoughts as well. She'en Bapri, but if it does not have byproducts, then E'en HaKadosh Baruch Hu Mitzvah Lamaisi, he does not hold you responsible for the thought itself. Ve'lehadak Sir Lamant, Fais is Beis Yisrael, Belibam, says Hashem is going to seize them for what is in their heart. Right? And that's Mashmah without any payros or without any action that resulted in payros. They still held accountable for what's in their heart. That comes by Avodazar. Avodazar is such a powerful Yetzirah. We don't, we don't understand it today. But if somebody's thinking of doing it, then Akadosh Borku considers it as if he has violated. You see the seriousness of that if somebody denies Avodazara, uh, uh, he's Kaifer, he's what's the word? Kaifer, he, um, uh, uh, he re, 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 reneges on Avodazara, somebody that, that uh, proclaims Avodazara to be false, it's Kemoda Bechalatarakula. That act is such a powerful act, it's as if he has embraced the entire Torah. Unfortunately, the reverse is true as well. That somebody does do Avodah Zorah, that's like you violated the entire Torah as well. Because it cuts to the very core of the relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Ula Amar could Rav Huna. Ula says, there's another shot where a person can be held responsible for their thoughts. The Amar Rav Huna, Kevin Sha'ava Adam Avera, Rishon Abba, if a person does an Avera, and then he repeats it, saying Hutra Lord, it becomes permissible to him. What do you mean Hutra Lord? Since when does an Avera become permissible to a person? Does really make sense and it becomes permissible? It means that a person, by, by, we aren't pathological. We want to do the right thing. So if a person does something, sometimes he does it once, twice, how does he keep doing it? Because he must have uh, rationalized for himself that it's permissible. Not that it is permissible, but that's the way a person is comfortable with being able to do an Avera. So if you've done it multiple times, then you can't say, well, he didn't really want to do it. He's done it before, he's got a track record, so he's held responsible for the thought of doing it as well. So an Asa like a het, it comes to him like a het has been rationalizing to do it. So you're saying, if he's done it multiple times, now he's not doing it, but he's just thinking about doing then, it? Then that thought he is responsible for. You're going to do an Avera, do it in private, so you don't have a Chil Hashem involved in the act of doing the Avera. You, the house of Israel, this is what Hashem said. That each person who has his idols, go and, go and serve them. If you're going to do them anyway, go and serve them, but go, don't do them in front of everybody, go serve them in private. The other, uh, since anyway you're not listening to me, so do it in private. You're not mechalo shem shemayim by doing it in private. So uh, if they're going to do it, do it in private. That's the point over here. Okay. So 
That there's an Avera that his Yetzer has his number. He can't control the Avera. So go to a place where nobody knows you. Wear black clothing as a sign of humility. And cover yourself with the, with, 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 drape yourself with black uh, outer garments. And do what your heart desires. But don't do it in a public where everybody knows you and it'll create a chil Hashem. Now there's different thoughts in the Rishonim how to explain this. One thought is that hopefully by the time you go to the next town where nobody knows you, that the Yetzer will have already dissipated. That's the, the idea that's there. Now, Aini says the Gemara, is this so? Is that, it, it's okay to do, it's better to do it in private than to do it in public, right? So therefore, uh, uh, Says the one like this: I, someone that does not have compassion or pity for the honor of his creator, it's better that he was not created. Mahu, what's an example? what is example of that? So, Rabbi Omer is the somebody who gazes at a rainbow. Very interesting. It's like similar. You know, not as well look at the Kohanim when they duchen. Consider the the, the the presence of Hashem rests upon the Kohanim. On a rainbow, also, it's a manifestation of the presence of Hashem on some level. So it's so you see it, don't but don't keep gazing at it. It's considered to be disrespectful to our Kodesh Baruch Hu to be doing that. Rabbi Yosef Omer that somebody does an Aver in private. So what do you see over here? Doing Aver in private actually is considered to be a terrible thing. It's showing that you have no. Uh, it's okay to do it in private. It's not okay to do it in public. So how do you reconcile? In a person who can't control his Yetzirah, she's going to do the Avera anyway. There it's better to do it in private, she's not a Chil Hashem. Somebody who's able to control himself and still chooses to do it in private, then that person could have, that person shows a lack of respect for HaKadosh Baruch Hu because you could have controlled yourself and yet you still went and did it in private. It's as if you're proclaiming Hashem, is, is, I, I don't care that Hashem sees it, I just care that nobody else sees it. That's the difference. It's not awesome we learned over there. <coughs> this is a, a Mishnah. Where is this Mishnah? Um, in in Perkyovus, says like this: Ain mekifin bechil Hashem. When it comes to bechil Hashem, the ain mekifin. What does mekifin mean? So there's different ways the word mekifin can be explained. So one shot is echad shogim echad meitz. Whether it's this act that is being done inadvertently or on purpose, my ain mekifin. What does ain mekifin mean? Amar zutra shein oisin kechenvani. That means hakafe is when you go to a store, you can buy from a. A store on credit, you get store credit. So therefore, sometimes, you know, it's a fly now, pay later, right? So therefore, they don't do that with, it's talking about Chil Hashem, where there's Chil Hashem involved, there, you get punished right away. You don't get... Uh, the, the, the storekeeper is getting punished if he doesn't... Not the storekeeper, credit. not the storekeeper. When you do an Avera, usually Hashem, it's like you're buying from a storekeeper. He gives you credit. I mean, I'm going to give you a chance to do tshuva, uh, I'm gonna, or I'll, 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 I'll punish you slowly, just like you can pay off slowly. But here, there isn't a, you, there's an immediate response when a person does Averas that involve Chil Hashem. That's one shot in, but Ein Mekifin over there. So it's scary, because it's even the Shogig. Now, another shot over there is Amar Marzutra, Ein Osin Kechenvoni, well, that's, that's the first one, right? They don't get store credit. Marbury, the Ravna Amar, 
He says, He learns the word mekifin. Mekifin means Rashi's notion of investigating. It means if a person is, it's really a negea to us right now in a certain mechuba, the person is a bainer and he's 50 50. But in the side of the 50, the Averis, were Averis that have Shil Hashem involved. So therefore, they don't investigate. Let's look at all the good things he did to tilt it the other way. It automatically tilts against him because it has... Uh, so we don't investigate to try and tilt it to the positive. It automatically tilts it to the negative because these Averis that have Shil Hashem involved. We learned some stuff the other day. If you do certain things... Yeah, the mitzvahs. The we learned those mitzvahs. That, that was one shot in the... In the mission we just said from the, from Peo. All right. Means the Imaisashkula that if it's 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 fifty fifty, but there's a virus that are have in it chilashem achras, it immediately tilts it against him. Tan Rabban we learned in a brisa. We don't know for a fact what the the tally is in Shemayim, but the best thing a person's not supposed to look at himself as a Russia. Right? But don't look at yourself as a tzaddik either. What's the best way to look at it? Look at yourself as 50-50. Right? That's mamish. We're Erev Yom Kippur. That's what Oyse mitzvah achas. And therefore you have to realize, if you even do one mitzvah, ashrav. Ashrav means he's fortunate. Shechriya atma kavzkut. That one mitzvah could be the, the mitzvah that tilts him to be doing, to, to, the, to, the, to, the, to the, the, the side of being judged favorably. On the other hand, even one Avera, that now that one Avera tilts him in the wrong direction, and now he is going to be judged negatively. Right. One sin can cause you to lose a lot of good. Because if you have 50 50s, so you got 50% mitzvahs, that one sin can tilt and you lose the 50% of the mitzvahs. Right? Bishwilchait Yechidi for that one of Veira, Shechata. Oivad Mimena Toivis Arban, you will lose many, many good deeds because of it. Rabbi Lazarus Shimon Oimer. Lefisha, he says that you should look at more even on a cosmic level. You need inspiration. Look at it on a cosmic level. Lefisha, Olam Nido and Acharubo. The world itself, the justification for the world surviving is that there are more righteous people in the world than there are uh, sinners. Now, I don't know if it just means in Klal Yisrael or what. But therefore, so the Sha'olam Nidon Acharuba, the world is going to get judged based on its majority. And the, and the individual, he is judged on his own personal majority term, uh, vis-a-vis mitzvahs and averas. So therefore, us a mitzvah achas, you do one mitzvah, so that tilts you from being a Bainani to becoming a tzaddik. And now it could be that you being a tzaddik now could make the difference that you're the one tzaddik more in the world that's necessary. What? You tip the scales. Tip the scales for the entire world. So Ashram, so fortunate is this person, Sheikhriya's Atma, not only did he tilt himself to the tzad of good, but he also tilted the entire world to a calf to the uh, to the side of of, 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 of of being meritorious. On the other hand, Chas V'Shalom, Avraham Veira Achas, he does one sin. Oyloi worked to him Shechris Atmo. He now has tilted himself from being a Bainini to being a Rosha. Veskola Oyloi now there's a, one more Rosha in the world. So he tilted the whole world to Kav Chayva to being punished. Shneim Rav Chayte Echad. So there's one sin or one sinner. It could be over here. 
causes the whole destruction of the world. Which was just at the beginning when said Rabbi Eleazar, Eleazar said, because the world is judged on the basis of the majority of its inhabitants. Well, if the majority of its inhabitants are not Yidden, Okay, I just saw that. I don't know if it's referring to Klai Yisrael. I don't, I don't know. Okay. I don't know what it means. It means it could be also uh, Umasa Eilam. I don't so know. So I'm talking about if the majority of the world I, I, I don't is don't know. not good. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. 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 So it says that that could be that one Avera causes not only him to lose, but the whole world could lose a tremendous amount. He says a scary thing. You could be all of your days until the right, last day, you could be a righteous individual. On your last day, you rebel against Hashem. You've lost everything that you did in the beginning. Uh, 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 that uh, the, the righteousness of the righteous will not protect him on the day of his uh, uh, of his uh, rebelliousness, the day that he sins uh, on purpose. Meaning, so that's a, a scary thing. That you, you end off bad, the whole thing becomes bad. All right. Now, but feel the Russia government on the other hand. Feel the Russia government called young person could have been wicked his entire day, entire day, entire life. And at the end, he does tshuva. That's what we do vidui. We don't even remind him about the shuv anymore, about his wickedness that he had done in the past. Any of his wickedness in the past. And the wickedness of the wicked, will no longer stumble on it on the day that he repents from his wickedness. So it's more like this. Rashi seems to learn it's only asking one way. I mean like this. He says, to say that a person becomes, when he does tshuva, it, effect, it affects all of the wickedness, becomes positive. Okay, I can buy that. But why should it go the other way too? A guy did all of these mitzvahs. On the last day, he does, uh, he, 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 he rebels. So that at least it should be 50-50. Why is it considered to be that all of the good things that he did are no longer... Helping him in his benefit. At least that would be 50 50. Then I have a commitment to the That would be at least 50 50. When we're talking about that the guy sins on the last day, he also regrets having done what he did before. Now, once he regrets all the good things that he did, so then they no longer help him. You're right. If a person just ends up doing, for whatever reason, that virus right at the end, so then we're going to balance. Let's balance how many mitzvahs. But if he regrets doing the mitzvahs, he loses then he loses them. Scary stuff. And he has he engages in ethical behavior. Let's call it good midos. That person will not sin quickly. A three-plied cord will not easily be severed. So you've got a three-plied cord, and Midos, Tova's ethical behavior. And someone who does not involve in these three, he does not belong in society. He's not a person that is fit to be called a member of society. What is the comparison? How are Sadiqim compared in this world? He said like this, It's the trunk, the, the main part of the tree is in a place of purity. 
But noifa noitil makam tuma. However, there are branches that are leaning over into a place that is tumen. Niktas nofo. If some of the, the, the when, when the branches will be cut down that are in the place of tuma, so then kula omid makam tahara. So it ends up that now the entire tree is stands in a place of tahara. So Kacha Kodesh Baruch Hu, so Tua Kodesh Baruch Hu deals with the Tzadikim. In this world, it's like the branches that are in Tumah. He cuts away those branches of Tumah so that in the world to come, he's completely in a place of Tahara. Clear? Brings afflictions upon the righteous. So you're saying by bringing those afflictions, that, that, that means that it's, like, it's, it's cutting off the bad parts, basically. So Kacha Kodesh Baruch Hu, maybe Yisurim on Tzadikim brings the afflictions on the righteous. In this world, in order to let them inherit the world to come, even though your beginning will be narrow, will be constricted, but at the end, you will flourish. You'll flourish a lot. So therefore, the point is that he cuts away the bad parts to leave only the good parts. And what do, or how are wicked compared in this world? The opposite. The tree standing, the primary part of the tree, is in a place of Tumah. And some of the branches happen to be in a place of Tahara. So therefore, by Akarish Baruch Hu discharging the, 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 what he's owed, for the mitzvahs, for those branches in the place of Tahara, so they were removed from the tree, and then what's left is, the whole tree then is the place of Tumah, which is the way he is going to be dealt with when he gets to the world to come. So, Niktas Kula Now the whole tree remains in a place of Tumah. So, Hashem will uh, bestow upon them in order to be able to push them out of the world and that they should bequeath the lowest rung, they should get Gehenim in the world to come. There is an apparent, a person apparently looks like he's choosing the right, the, the right path. Everything's going great for him. But Achrisa, but at the end we find that really he chose a dark emovis, he chose the path of death. Okay. So as the more like this, that it happened that Rabbi Tarfun and the elders were uh, reciting, they were Mesubin, uh, they were reclining in the attic in Beisnitza in the city of Lud. The following question was posed to them. What was the question? It says, Talmud Godel or Maisa Godel? What is considered to be greater? Talmud or Maisa? What is considered to be the study or the action? What's more important, the study or the performance? Okay. Yes, what's greater? What's good? So, Nana Kulam Va'amru Talmud Godel. They said, learning is greater. No, I said, let's get, let's get the line. Nana Rabbi Tarfun, Rabbi Tarfun said, Maisa Godel. The purpose of learning is to do the actions. So actions must be greater, right? Then Rabbi Kiro gives it, no, Talmud is Godel. They all, the rest of the skin, they agreed with Rabbi Kiva. They then Akulam, Amru, Talmud Godel. Shall Talmud maybe they Maisa? Because it's the learning that brings to the action. Now, the, what, the way I understand it is as follows, because even if you say it's the learning that brings to the action, that still implies that the action is greater. 
right? But I understand it's like this, is that if a person doesn't do the learning, then the quality of the action is gonna be different. Not even talking about the, that he doesn't know all the details, but the sensitivities required in doing the actions will not be the same action. So you have to do the learning to maximize on the, that the actions should be done in the appropriate manner. Tanya Linton and Bryce, who wants to bring a raya, a very interesting raya, that, that, that learning is more important than even the action. Why? He says, because we learned about the mitzvah of Chala at Har Sinai. Forty years later, we get into Eretz Yisrael, we start doing the mitzvah. So you learn, you, you needed 40 years of learning before you even can start doing the performance. That shows you the learning is greater than the performance. All right? And Trumas and Meisters didn't start until they divided up the land, which is another 14 years. So it comes out that Trumas and Meisters, you started learning about Chamish uh, Arba 54 years before the performance of Trumas and Meisters. And Shemitah, Shemitah, you have to add seven years because the Shemitah could only be seven years after they divided up the land. So that's Shishim Echad, 54 plus 7, 61. And Yovel, you have to add how much? You have to add another 50. So therefore, the Yovel is Meya Veshalosh. One second, why is that 150? If it is. 103. It, uh, why is it, I'm sorry, why is it 103? If it is 54 plus 50, should that not be 104? Simona says, the Chayra Meir Veshalosh, Meva Arba Haven, it should be 104. Simona says, like this, that this opinion holds that the laws of Yovel, that you have let the Avadim free and it wipes up the loans, take place right at the beginning of the Yovel, not at the end of the Yovel. So it's really after the 103 years, not, it was after the 103, not after the 104. That the relinquishment of Yovel happens actually by the Yom Kippur at the beginning of the 50th year and not at the end. And just as learning comes before actions, when a person after 120 goes to the base in Shemayin, the first thing he's going to be judged on is not the mitzvahs, but is the study of Torah, is the first thing he will be studied. The beginning of a person's judgment is only going to be is going to be on the study of Torah, the matters of his study. The person who releases water, Reish is modern, that will be the beginning of his judgment. I mean, person releasing water means the person who did not study what he should have studied. He released the water, he stayed away from the water, yet he didn't study Torah, he's going to be punished first for those things. But also the reward goes the same way. You're punished for not having learned, but you're also going to be rewarded for the learning before the action. They got, they, they, they received the land of the Gentiles, and the handiwork of the nations were given to them. Yershu, they were bequeathed. Because they safeguarded. Right? How do you know to safeguard? They safeguard because they study. Chukov, these statutes. And they, uh, they, 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 they preserved the laws. So, but that means that, that they, so they were rewarded for the study that allowed them to safeguard and preserve. That's how Rashi seems to learn it. Okay. Let's go on. Um, Rashi, we said before, Tishmarun means the study of the Mishnah. Fine. I said that somebody doesn't engage himself in Torah Shmiksav, in Torah Mishnah, in Torah Shmiksav, and ethical behavior, so then he's not part of society. You can't use such a person as a witness. Somebody walks around eating in the marketplace. 
Right? You take a falafel and you walk around eating a falafel. Right? You are like a dog. Dogs walk around when they eat. And some say somebody that does not have any dignity cannot be called up as a witness. He would not have any compunction on lying. That's the halacha. Somebody who shows, eats in public, that shows he has no self, he does, has no dignity, and he cannot be used as a garish bar kapara. Ragzan, a person that is a ragzan. Ragzan means that he gets angry quickly. At the end of the day, it will also be yada ele ragzanusa. All he has left is his anger. Raja says like this when a person gets angry, gets stressed, it affects him physically. So at the end of the day, you, all your anger caused, you push everybody away, you don't have a relationship with anybody, and all you're left with is a frail body because of your anger. So at the end of the day, you're left with, uh, with, 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 with health issues, right? Well, Adam told that a person that deals amicably with people and is friendly with people, not only does he get the world to come, but even in this world, he has a different quality. He has relationships, people like him, he deals nicely with people, so therefore, he also gets the payrolls of his, of his handiwork. Somebody that does not engage in or ethical behavior, you should make a nether to, to abstain from getting any benefit from him. It means make a nether upon yourself to stay away from such a guy. Such a guy you don't want to be around. Shanema, because David Amel says, but Moshe leads him that the emotion leads him that 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 amongst scoffers, amongst the cynics, you do not want to 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 be sitting, and therefore such a person will engage in in, in cynical behavior. It means if a person has no does not see value in things that he doesn't study and he doesn't behave ethically, then he's going to knock everything. He's going to be cynical about everything, and you cannot sit next to such a person, because the place where he live, where he sits. Will be a Moshe of Leitzim. Will be uh, he'll be surrounded by like-minded people that are just going to be cynics and scoffers, and therefore make a nether that you should not come close to such a person because it will rub off on you. We will beginning the second parak of Meseches Kedushin Aish Makadosh tomorrow. Interesting. We're told not normally to make vows.